Welcome to the Fire Church Podcast. Today we pray Holy Spirit will speak through this message and into your life right where you are. Um, this is the first time back in two weeks uh, preaching in a home church. And I just want to let you know that we are really, really special. No, I'm not. No, no it is the, the... I went to the ACC conference and I just want to remind all of us that what we've got going on in this house is really special. I'm really encouraged with, uh, with what the ACC is doing. Um, every year the, that I've known them for the last, what, probably 13 years, they've taken a step towards the Holy Spirit and this year has been no different um, to the extent where they were talking about deliverance and Pastor Mark Verges from, from Western Australia was trying to cast some demons out of pastors. This is amazing because you guys got no idea because when I first joined the ACC uh, a long time ago, the Holy Spirit was relegated to the weird life group in, in the back somewhere. Like you know, If you pray in tongues, you, that's only for the 5 p.m. service or, or you, you know... They stuck it in the back of, of the church. They, they're embarrassed. As a Pentecostal denomination, they were embarrassed of the, of the Holy Spirit. And every year since I've joined, it's, I've watched them just taking a step forward, take a step towards the Holy Spirit, where this year they were f- openly talking about deliverance, which is which pretty amazing because... You know, in, in the Bible, right, a third of all miracles, of Jesus' miracles, are actually deliverances. And so it's not some minor ministry, it's a major part of what Jesus does, okay? And, and I am so excited to, to see where they are going, and, you know, I'm really encouraged by this house. I think at, at the rate we're going, um, before we were probably like on the extreme end of the, of the ACC scale, but at the rate we're going, it's like they, we could be the norm, which is, which is amazing. Praise God. So today I am excited. My name is Lee, by the way. Um, hello. Um, I'm excited to, to be delivering this word. And even during the worship, I felt something strange that I haven't felt in a long time. I felt like this, it's like my insides are shaking. It's like I'm excited to be delivering this word and so, look out, look out, look out, look out. Amen? So, Lord, have your way. So, um, for the past two weeks, I've been, like, you know, as I was away, I started praying and asking God for um, a word. And I tried to think about, like, you know, something about sonship. And it, none of it would land. And then it finally landed on this word, which is... Um, something that I can consider as well. So today's sermon is called Ransom. Ransom, Ransom. You got the, um, some, the PowerPoint slides up there? So I'm going to begin. Here we go. No, before that. Is there one before? Matthew 20, verse 28. Thank you. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. 
So the Merriam-Webster dictionary defined ransom as the consideration paid or demanded for the release of someone or something from captivity. A, cap- a captive is a prisoner or an animal that's been confined, for example, in a cage. So Jesus came to set us free. It's a good place to say amen. Next slide. And so John 8, hallelujah, right there. Is it all right we read large parts of the Bible? John 8, verse 31 to 47. I could go all chapter, but I cut it short because the whole thing is just awesome. It's, it's Jesus just talking to the Pharisees. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Say amen. amen. And they answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? And then Jesus answered them, verse 34, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. I'll say that again. Whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. Commits, present continuous. Whoever practices sin is a slave to sin. Okay? Verse 35, And a slave does not abide in the house forever. But a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Verse 37. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. So the Pharisees saying we are children of Abraham. Verse 38. I speak what I've seen with my father and you do what you've seen with your father. Ooh. So Jesus is saying there's, there's two fathers here. Verse 39, they answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, if you are Abraham's children, you will do the works of Abraham. Verse 40, but now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God, Abraham did not do this. And then 41, you do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication, we have one father, God. So the Pharisees come back with a low blow saying, you know, we all know that Joseph wasn't your father. You claim that there is immaculate conception. We are not sure about your mother. In Hebrew, in the Greek, it's actually your ben panthera, you're spotted, you're like a sons of panther. You've got spotted, you're like, we don't know who your parents are. Your sons of fornication, they say to Jesus. But now you seek to, and again, the answer said to him, Abraham is their father. Jesus said to them, if you are Abraham's, have I, have I gone back this? 42. If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. 44. You are of your father, the devil. Ouch. And the desires of your father you want to do. Would he be accepted in the church these days? 
That's not very loving, Jesus. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, why do you not believe in me? Which of you convict me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe in me? He who is of God, he is God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. He needs to be more encouraging. Eh? <laughs> so Jesus is saying to the Pharisees, you claim you are children of Abraham. If you're children of Abraham, you would do what Abraham would do. Abraham rejoices in my days, but you wanted to kill me. So whomever you listen to is actually your father. Are you with me? In the beginning, right, in Genesis um, chapter 1, 2, 3, God says to Abraham, I mean, to Adam, you don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, for in the day you eat of it, you shall die. Adam obeyed the snake, and he was taken captive by the snake. And then, in Genesis 3, or 4, 4, when Cain and Abel, God says to Cain, he says, sin is crouching at the door, and his desire is for you, but you shall overcome it. But instead of overcoming it, Cain submitted to the voice of sin and he murdered his brother. Are you with me? Whomever the voice that you listen to, you are a child of. Are you following me? Next slide. So I want to hit this point. Why did Jesus come to set us free? Because if we commit sin, present continuous, we become a slave to sin. Are you following me? And Jesus came to set us free. Next slide. Galatians. This could be a quick service. Hallelujah. Galatians 5 verse 13 to 14. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Because the last time I preached, we, you know, we, we learned that, that love is the fulfillment of the laws, right? So all the law says, you know, honor your father and mother. We've been set free from the law to not go into lawlessness. We've been set free from the law to go into love. Because lawlessness is still, you are a slave. If you, if you practice sin, you're a slave of sin. So you have not been set free from obedience of the law to just do whatever. Right? And we take this, for example, like in the Ten Commandments. And then the Fifth Commandment says, honour your father and mother. We haven't been set free from the law to kill our mother and father. Are you following me? 
It says honor. But if you love your, your mom and dad, you would honor them. You wouldn't harm them. The sixth commandment, you shall not kill. If you love God and love people, you wouldn't kill them. They shall not commit adultery. If you love your spouse, if you love your neighbor, you wouldn't commit adultery. You shall not steal, bear false witness. You shall not covet. So basically, if we love, we'll fulfill the laws and the prophet. Praise the Lord. Hey, I've also got this uh, little clip. Hello. Sorry, distracted by cute little babies. I've got this little clip that I want us to play. Would you be able to uh, play that team? Happening. Are you Kevin Adams? Yeah, who are you? Kevin, we don't have a lot of time. I've been sent here for you. Your doors are about to close again. I need to get you out of here. You want to get out of here? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, come with me. Let's go. All right, so, Kevin, what we're going to do is we're just going to head down here. I hope you're going to be able to climb because we're just going to... Prison. It's that orange is definitely my color. Oh, no, 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 no. You want to leave everything behind. If you bring that with you, the dogs will be able to find you. You'll be right back oh, here. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. right. All right, so. All right, team. I have the package. We're heading to the extraction zone right now. Kevin, what I need you to do is. What? What are you doing? This bed is perfect for me, okay? You think that we're going to be able to get that through there? It contours to my every shape, okay? I can't sleep without it. Kevin, let's go. All right, let's go back here. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, so. Oh, wait, hot dog Wednesday. What? Today's Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. They, they serve hot dogs on Wednesday. Are you serious? Are you? Yeah, I, I can't miss that. Kevin, you can buy whatever food you want whenever we're out there. We just, we just need to go. What about Chester? <laughs> okay, what is that? You, okay, okay, just hold on. Oh, oh my gosh, what is it? Uh, Kevin! What is it now? Just Look, I've been saving these up for a long time, okay? Hey, Daryl, you still want to trade cigarettes? Yeah, that's cool. Look, I gotta trade these with Daryl, okay? What? Me and Kyle got this, like, cigarette business, and I can't just leave him now. Kevin, I don't think you understand this. Your door's gonna close again. I need to get you... Kevin, come out. We need to go right now. Please. Just leave everything? Kevin, you need to come with me right now. We need to go. But what, what, what could be better than all this? Kevin, you don't understand. They'll find the way I got in. I won't be able to come back for you. Yeah, I just need more time, okay? Kevin. Like, th this is my home. Kevin, get out of this cell. I know. I can't, I can't just this leave you. This is your opening chance. I, I just need to think about this. This is, this is my home? Oh, Kevin. Kevin, I... Kevin, I'm... Secure. Suspect is at-large. At-large, I repeat. Suspect is at-large. No, wait, wait! Cell 10 secure. Next, get route. Suspect is at-large. At-large, I repeat. I'm not getting out there. Wait, wait! Wait, please! Don't leave me here, please! I can let it go! I can let it go, please. Wait, please. I promise I can let it go, please. Please.
God. That was by John Bevere um, in his book when he was doing the promotion for, um, was it the Kryptonite? Praise the Lord. So that's what the gospel does. The gospel is not only the forgiveness of sin. Can you turn the, the lights back on, please? Not only is it the forgiveness of sins, it is also our freedom. God has set us free from the prison of death, from sickness and sin. In this church, I think we are very well aware that God has set us free from sicknesses, right? So whenever people are sick, we come forward for prayer. But I want to accentuate this, this bit because as the world is going very, very, very silly, very, very quickly, there needs to be a, a great emphasis for us to be different from the world. And to be rebellious to the world now looks like being married, staying married, having children, and just loving people. That's what rebellion looks like now. Because as the world is becoming more and more lawless, I believe it's setting up the stage for the Bible says, you know, the man of lawlessness that's going to come and deceive the whole world. And so there's never greater need for us to be pursuing righteousness and holiness. Amen? So I'm going to read from uh, Romans chapter 6 from verse 15 to 23, but it's from the message translation because I'm just finding it it's to be uh, pretty fun. So verse 15 to 18. So since we're out from under the old tyranny, does that mean we can live any old way we want? Since we're free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? Hardly. You know well enough that from your own experience, there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroys freedom. Offer yourself to sin, for instance, and it'll be your last free act. But offer yourself to the ways of God, and the freedom never quits. All your life, you've let sin tell you what to do, but thank God you started listening to a new master, one whose commands set you free to live openly in his freedom. I remember... Um, a number of years ago, we were baptizing someone in, um, in Geelong and we, you know, we put him under, come out of the water and we went to the, back to the, to the shore and then after a few steps, the young man just started throwing up and I thought he was like, he, he caught a call or he swallowed the, the ocean water and, you know, he's a bit polluted and I thought, what's going on? And he says, when he got up, he goes, I don't need to smoke anymore. And I said, what, what made you say that? He goes, after I threw up, Something left me, I felt something leave me, and I've been set free from um, smoking. And I'm like, wow, hands-free deliverance. <laughs> but the unfortunate thing is, two weeks later, he went through some uh, stressful circumstances in his life, and he got himself back onto smoking. But the good news is, God wants to set us free and he wants us to walk out from this, the prison of sin. Are you following me? Hebrews 12 verse 1, it says, Therefore we also, it's not up there, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us 
and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Verse 19. Next. I'm using this freedom language because it's easy to picture. You can readily recall, can't you? How one time, the more you did just what you felt like doing, not caring about others, not caring about God, the worse your life becomes and less freedom you had. And how much different is it now as you live in God's freedom, your life's healed and expansive in holiness? Next slide. As long as you did what you felt like doing, ignoring God, you didn't have to bother with right thinking or right living or right anything for that matter. But do you call that a free life? Can I just call the, um, Dorcas to, to just come back up again, please? What did you get out of it? Nothing you're proud of. Where did it get you? A dead end. But now you've found you don't have to listen to, to sin to tell you what to do and have discovered the delight of listening God telling you, what a surprise, a whole heal put together life right now with more and more life on the way. Work hard for sin your whole life and your pension is death. But God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our Master. So I want to accentuate. So I just, so today's message is really just one point, which is you don't have to be, you don't have to stay in sin. God came to set us free from the prison of sin, sickness, and death. And just like was it that, that guy Kevin in the illustration, you know, you have been set free by Jesus, but some people, one, they don't know they've been set free, so they remain. Two, there are some people who you are bound, like you want to walk out, but, but some of those chains are real. And if that's you, we wanna, we're going to give out a chance later on for people to come forward and we're going to pray for you. We're going to break those chains. And I believe that God will set people free from addiction today. I also have, um, as I was praying this morning, I feel like God wants to set people free. There's people here that are suffering from severe condemnation. And God reminded me about a time where early last year, it was during the, the time where we were like, you know, killing COVID. And there was this young man, he, he was suffering from schizophrenia and we just prayed for him and casted the spirit out over the phone. And then the next thing you know, I can hear some, some things moving in, in, over the phone. And I said, what happened? He goes, oh, I just fell over. And then the next day he texted me again saying, Lee, all the voices have stopped. And so I believe... Today, God wants to silence some voices. If there's anyone that's later on that is suffering from severe condemnation or even schizophrenia, please feel free to come forward and we would love to pray for you. And we're going to believe that God will silence those voices because you have been set free from that prison. You don't need to remain and God just wants you to walk out. Don't be like Kevin that just... See, in the Old Testament... The children of Israel were set free from Egypt. But the children of Israel love Egypt more than freedom. You know, the old saying, you can take them out of Egypt, but it's harder to take the Egypt out of the people. 
And so don't be like these people who choose to remain in captivity because captivity is your normal. Are you following me? God wants you to come out into a promised land, a land where you, you are your own boss, where, you know, where, where God is the Lord, but you, you, you are free men. You're no longer slaves. You don't have to obey sin. Are you following me? But before we do that, I'm going to give a chance for people to accept Christ if you've never done so, because there's no greater freedom than to be in Christ. A long, long time ago, in about almost 19, 20 years ago, I was on drugs. I was just a young man. I thought I was living life, and I thought, you know, I could do whatever I want. I took as many drugs. I, took, I did everything that I could. And I thought I was free. But I realised now just how bound I was. I put debt into my mum's credit card. I destroyed my life. A young lady passed away. I went to prison. I achieved almost 100% destruction in my own life. And that's what, what I thought. It's like I could do whatever I want. But that is not so. Not everything that we do leads to freedom. Something hurts us. Gambling, alcohol addiction, and then you can even go further to, to pride. Do you know how free, how, how much freedom you walk in when you are humble? You know, when you, when you seek to be the lowest, people are competing and you're like, you don't care. It's so freeing. When people are doing well, you're not envious or jealous. You're not insecure. You're not prideful. It's so freeing. It's like your chest is just so free. I don't know. It's like there's no weight. There's no, there's no those yucky emotions. You know what I'm talking about. Well, that's what freedom is. You can be free from that. And you can watch people kick goals and do amazing things. And you go, well, praise God. You know, I'm having a ball with my own life. So, you know, good on them. Good on them for, for doing well. Good on them for succeeding. Good on them for being blessed. So that's what that freedom is. If you pursue the things of God, love, joy, peace, patience, you'll have true freedom. That's what true freedom is. But none of that is possible if you're not in Christ. If you're not in Christ, then you're in you. You are in Adam. And there's only death in Adam. So can I get every head bowed, every eyes closed? Is there anyone here? You know you're bound. You've been living life your own way. And it's not working out. I see you. Thank you. Can I just get you to lift up your hand? Just say, hey, you know what? Today's my day. Thank you. I see you, ma'am. I want to follow Jesus on this day. I'm done with living life my own way. Thank you, ma'am. I see you. It hasn't been working out. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to give a bit more. I believe there's like two more. Valley of decision. Valley of decision. Is there anyone else? Yeah, I see you. Oh, I see you, ma'am. One more. I'm feeling like in my heart there's one more. There's one more. You're feeling condemned. 
I see you. I see you. And this is what I love to do, right? We are also called to be a witness of God, to stand before the congregation declaring His name. And I believe that if we can't confess Christ inside this room, we'll have no chance of confessing Christ anywhere else. So can I, if you lift up your hand, can I invite you right now to come forward and we'd love to pray for you. Can I get the worship team, I mean the the prayer team to stand up, please thank you. And if you see someone that is coming forward, can you please accompany them? Thank you. Yes, let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Holy. Why don't we give these mighty people just a big warm welcome to the to the family of God? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh wow. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't we just repeat this prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for dying on that cross to set me free, forgiving me, redeeming me, and loving me. Come right now and fill my heart with your Spirit and make me brand new. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' mighty name. Why don't we give them a round of applause? Thank you, Lord. Pray to Him. Let's just pray over them. Let's just stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. Father, I just pray right now for these people, God, these young men and women, Lord. Lord, I just thank You, Lord, that You touched them with Your Holy Spirit. Make them brand new, God. Cause them to be born again, God. Just wash away every condemnation, every rejection, God. Break every chain. Open up every prison doors, God. And let them walk into the freedom that You have bought for us. God, I bless them right now, God. I strengthen their walk right now, Lord. I pray that You pour out Your grace upon them, God, so they'll be able to walk strongly, God, and actually be different in Jesus' mighty name. Thank You, Lord. I want to give one more time. Thank you for joining us today. To learn more about Fire Church, head to our website, firechurch.com.au. And don't forget to connect with us on social media, on Instagram, fire.church, Facebook, Fire Church, and YouTube, Fire Church TV. Have a blessed week.